Hey, welcome to Chaos in the Attic. I'm your host, Noor. I'm here to share all things that go on in my head, from thoughts to my opinions on things that I feel should be talked about and things that are just not addressed at all. I know we all have thoughts that we feel are not discussed, and I'm here to hopefully express some of those thoughts that you're having. Thanks for tuning in, and now let's get chaotic. Hi, before we get into today's episode, this is just a brief disclaimer. Just because I say something in today's episode does not mean that they are my set in stone thoughts and opinions that are set for life. Just like you, I'm an ever-growing human and I'm ever-evolving and my thoughts can change on a day-to-day basis and at any time of my life. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome back to Chaos in the Attic. Today has been one hectic day and that's all I can say. Um, Lol, I think that rhymed. But I hope you've had a good week and I hope that you did beautiful things and lived a beautiful life this week. (laughs) Tomorrow is the full moon, so happy full moon and it'll already have passed by the time this episode comes out. So I hope you had a magical night with magical dreams. Um, yeah, let me just tell you about my day today. Literally have been nonstop working from the second I woke up till now. And I just don't know what the hell. I'm like so scattered brained and I don't technically need to record the podcast. I could save it for another day, but like I said, I always like to keep my podcast recordings for Fridays. And today's Friday, so that's what I'm doing. And I don't know why, I don't know if this is a thing for everyone else, but for some reason, I am someone who is 10,000 times more busier on weekends than on weekdays. On weekdays, I just prioritize like whatever work I'm doing, which is usually illustrations. So I'm just sitting and doing that, and I just have so much more free time. And then I save all my chaotic chores and things that I need to do for the weekends which makes them so much more hectic like my laundry cleaning the apartment doing groceries and all of that stuff I always save it for the weekends so I just like I don't know why like the weekends are supposed to be relaxing like I should leave the weekends to relax but I don't know that's just for me to sort out um but yeah I've just been having one hectic day and like just troubleshooting one problem after the other but it's all right you know i'm here i'm alive and i'm recording this podcast um last night i don't know if this happens to other people but like i had a dream that i was working out and i woke up so sore and i was like well do i have to work out now like the dream worked out for me and i feel sore now so does that happen to you if it does cool i don't know what that is about but i've actually heard of people who go into what is it called um when they do oh i can't think of the word right now but like when you go into your dreams you know what i'm talking about the conception (laughs) and they can actually master skills while doing that and a lot of bodybuilders um and martial artists will go into that dream state and practice 
And when they wake up, they're actually able to do it in the real world. So that's really interesting. So maybe if you do work on your dream, it does count. I, I don't know. but Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But that's just a little fun fact. And yeah. So today I want to talk about something that is really important, which is self-awareness. And this is something that I probably should have spoken about like at the beginning of this whole podcast because it really is the principle to all self-awareness, self-awareness, self-growth and self-development. The key really is to have self-awareness because being understanding of yourself, being able to comprehend your own emotions and your own feelings and understand them and recognize your psychological state of mind can help you progress in so many ways in life and can help you also just be more empathetic and more understanding of others, which is also very important, obviously. And to me, self-awareness is not only understanding your emotional state of mind, but it's also just really getting in touch with yourself and knowing who you are as a person before life happened to you. And that is just really an important thing for us all to know who we are and to stay true to our whoever that essence of ourselves are, whoever that whatever those values that we've had at our core when we were born into this world before we experienced life is obviously so important. So how to build self-awareness? I feel like I feel like self-awareness can come really easily to everyone if we all just allowed it to and we just allowed ourselves to express ourselves to ourselves and allowed ourselves to interact and connect with ourselves on that deeper level. So I'm just going to give some tips on how to build self-awareness because obviously there are so many ways to connect to yourself and to build self-awareness, but these are just some quick tips that you can use and yeah so the first one that i would definitely say which i i will always say is journaling journaling is really important because when you're journaling you're literally writing down your inner thoughts and feelings and emotions and you're allowing yourself to express it down on a piece of paper and being able to quite literally grasp things that you might not have realized that you were feeling throughout the day and you can analyze it and ask questions and like literally use it as an as an essay well you don't really need to write an essay but like an essay question like where if you write down today I felt really sad because of whatever 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 reason um how can I improve on on how can I make myself feel feel less sad this this is just a really dumb example but you get the gist of what I'm saying and just like giving yourself the space and time to answer those questions and then also you might just feel really stressed out one day and have 10,000 thoughts going through your head and then when you come back down to journal you'll notice one thing that really stood out to you that you wrote down in your journal um, and then you'll be like oh wait I did not realize how much that impacted me throughout the day um so it's just like this way of like recognizing thoughts and emotions that are coming up throughout the day. But in saying that, 
your journaling does not have to be writing. And it does not have to be some profound essay. Like I said, it does not have to be elaborate in any type of way. You can literally write down a sentence and that's all. And that sentence can be, oh my God, I broke my, I don't know, I broke a nail. (laughs) And that can be it. That can literally be all you write. And then some days you might want to write more. Just you let it flow however whatever feels natural to you and then again it does not have to be writing you can express your way and express yourself in whatever way feels comfortable to you like if you like to write poetry express yourself through poetry and see your emotions through that lens if you like to draw and you're an illustrator or an artist see what emotions come out through your artwork that you decide to journal and if you write songs that's another great way so just allowing your journaling to be whatever feels right to you and whatever time of day feels right to you like some people will tell you write journal in the morning some will say journal at night whatever feels right to you if that's like in the middle of the day or if that's like midway through the day whatever time feels good to you journal at that time the second thing i'll say is questioning everything and by questioning everything i just mean like if something doesn't feel right, if something feels right, if something feels bad, if something feels good, question everything and ask yourself, why did this feel good? Why did this feel not feel so good? How can I make that thing that did not feel so good feel good? How can I make that thing that felt good? How can I implement it more into my life? How can I use it on days that I don't feel so good? And asking questions like if you're having a conversation with someone and that conversation doesn't go exactly as planned asking yourself a question of why didn't it go um why did the conversation not go right or whatever where did i where did i go wrong or did i go wrong or did this person perceive what i said in the wrong way and why did they perceive it in the wrong way and just literally questioning as much as you can and deepening your understanding of yourself because that's all self-awareness is it's like literally asking questions and deepening your understanding of how you perceive things how your emotions are and it's all the reason why we are all trying to build self-awareness is so that we can know how to interact with people better so we can interact with ourselves better and we can build that self-love and that empathy with ourselves and with others so that's my second tip my third tip would be meditation And I say it, and I say it all the time. And everyone says it, and we all know it. Meditation is just such a good and useful tool because meditation is literally going, becoming one with yourself. And what better way to build self-awareness than being one with yourself? You're literally closing your eyes and tuning out everything around you and just listening to yourself and meditation you know people say you're not supposed to think it's supposed to be like a blank space in your eyes or whatever um but no meditation is meditating on your thoughts and that is allowing your thoughts to come in and allowing them to pass by and by allowing them to pass by what i mean by that is literally allowing your thoughts to come in and questioning them 
and recognizing them, seeing them, but and then through the questions and through you seeing them, you're allowing them to flow past you and out the other ear with new thoughts that are more more positive or more or more I guess useful and by useful I just mean that thoughts that can help you um, process those whatever your thoughts were already like if they were negative thoughts like it's about stress or about work or about anything that does not serve you it's like literally analyzing them from that kind of point of view and I think that unfortunately meditation has gotten has got a bad rep in terms of like being so still and not moving and just thinking of nothing that is humanly not even possible we are all 24 7 thinking of something and if you're not 24 7 thinking of something well literally please tell me your tips because i would love to have a moment of just pure silence in my brain but yeah so meditating is just allowing your thoughts to come in and looking at them and observing your emotions observing how you're feeling because that again builds self-awareness when you're observing when you're observing 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 (laughs) your thoughts you're recognizing them and you're becoming aware of them and you're saying hi i see you and i i know that you're there so obviously meditation is really important and now the fourth tip which is an obvious 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 one (laughs) but I think we all need to hear it and some people just need encouragement and need motivation and might need a reason. So this is your reason if you need it is therapy. Therapy, therapy, therapy. And look, I know that a lot of people either struggle to go to therapy because they feel embarrassed or ashamed of it. Firstly, there's nothing to feel ashamed or embarrassed about you taking action and taking and being proactive in your own self-growth and your own self-development and trying to understand yourself is reward is a is should be awarded and should be congratulated and celebrated because that is such a beautiful thing um and if you're scared of therapy for whatever reason if it's because you don't want to speak to a stranger trust me it's so much easier to speak to a stranger than someone you know because they are only first of all they can't judge you well no one should be judging you but they can't judge you because they're they're not in your sphere of people like they don't they're only seeing and hearing your perspective and that's also just really important to be heard and to have your your truth be heard and seen um another thing that people can get scared of is that they feel like oh if i go to therapy what if i have nothing to talk about there's firstly there's usually always something to talk about and if there's nothing to talk about that's fine like I have sat in therapy so awkwardly and silent so many times and whatever it just passes like who cares like talk about anything well like I end up talking about like things that are so irrelevant to my emotions and thoughts and feelings but whatever it's just like fun to talk sometimes um and yeah so Obviously, therapy is the best way to get self-awareness because if you're someone who struggles to really 
comprehend your own emotional state and emotional feelings or is finding it difficult to ask yourself those deeper questions and to answer them or is just struggling to really understand your own emotions having someone give you an outside perspective of of that can be really useful and help even give you the words to use to describe how you're feeling can be really helpful and then also just um, they'll be asking you the questions that you either don't want to ask yourself or are struggling to answer yourself so yeah obviously therapy is such a key in self bringing you to become more self-aware and if you for I know I know therapy is expensive and it, it's hard sometimes but um, if you really do want therapy there are um, what's it called there are ways around it you can find a therapist and talk to them about your budget and see if they're willing to reason with you and honestly if the therapist is actually really caring and really does and is really honest and and want in their job and in their role in this world because i think therapists have such a beautiful role in this world and if they are really responsive to that role and they're really taking it with urgent care they're going to be willing enough to make some type of um deal with you in terms of like pricing whether it's a 30 minute session instead of an hour session whatever it is um i'm sure there's there are ways around it there are also a lot of online therapy stuff like better help i know everyone hears it but better help is actually really good has is very highly reviewed and recommended by so many people so that's something you can check out and then the last thing that i will say which you all are probably gonna laugh at but is mirror therapy and i'm not gonna get into it at all because i do have a whole episode on it which is mirror mirror on the wall if you haven't listened to it i think that's like episode 12 or 11 maybe i think it's episode 12 but listen to that if you want to know more about mirror therapy because i will uh, what i will say about mirror therapy is that connecting yours to yourself in the way that i describe in mirror therapy maybe i'll just describe it a little bit is connecting to yourself um so deeply by looking at yourself and gazing into the mirror and getting really in touch with yourself and asking yourself deep questions out loud and looking in your eyes and allowing yourself to answer those questions to yourself connecting and and, and intimately like that with yourself is building that trust building that connection building that um awareness of how you're feeling and of of how things are coming out of you because nothing your eyes cannot lie to you and nothing is more comforting than looking into your own eyes so that is just just a whole other experience and a whole other way of going about therapy because you're literally taking control of your own um therapy in a way where you're where you're recognizing yourself and yeah i won't get too into it because like i said i already have a whole episode about it and i guess those are like my top five tips on how to build self-awareness and like I said, getting into that core essence of who you are is is what will come out of self-awareness as well. Because 
that core essence of who you are, who you were before life happened to you, before you started to experience whatever friends life people and learn things from your parents learn things from school learn things from your friends it was influenced from whatever you were watching you were seeing who were you before all of that because you were a soul already who existed within your mother's womb before you came out that person was alive and did have a personality so what was that personality and becoming self-aware can help you get into touch with that and i just think there's nothing more amazing than you being true to who you are as a person to get in touch with that core essence of yourself is a lot of it has to do with inner child work and i don't want to get into inner child work because i'm honestly not a professional in it and i don't have a background in doing it but i can only speak on my experience with inner child work there are so many amazing experts professionals people guides that can help mentor you through inner child work and there's so many articles online and youtube videos and talks and podcasts about inner child work that you can always listen to but something for me that i find really helpful is tuning into my child essence who was i as a child what did I like? What did I not like? What made me happy as a child? What made me sad? How, who is that child self? And connecting to her and to experience all that love she had, experience all the joy she had, and experience it now in this age and this time of my life. Um, yeah. And then another way... is to what's what was i gonna say to you might want to hear stories about yourself as a child and um when i say stories about yourself as a child like literally ask your parents if that's something possible where you can do is ask your parents about things that you did as a child and see if you connect to that or if you resonate with that um look at pictures of yourself as a child watch videos of yourself as a child do you feel a connection do you feel really um separated from that child self and why do you feel separated is it because you're so you're like you don't recognize those behaviors anymore or is it because you're you've just changed so much in a way that's so untrue to you or is it because you changed so much and you outgrew that person there's like so many different things about it where it doesn't always have to be, it's not always negative change, but it's always not positive change either. So just recognizing that and seeing that. And then to really, really hone in into that essence of who you were as a child, to me is all about um, finding out about your birth story. So this is obviously not possible for everyone, but if you can ask, your parents how you came into this world and your birth story that can say a lot because being born is really traumatic not because being born is traumatic but because of the way we unfortunately come into this world in a very usually very sterilized room in a hospital a cold space and this world already has so much negative energy around in it so it can be really dramatic most babies come into the world screaming and Obviously, natural births are so much more peaceful and calming. And I would 
encourage people to get natural birth if that's something possible for you because it's the most closest to um nature and most closest to i don't know whatever but yeah finding out your birth story and do you resonate with how you came into this world and that can say a lot about your personality as well so that's another thing you can do and then yeah that's all i have to say i guess for this episode in a way I just wanted to talk about self-awareness because self-awareness is important. Obviously, like I said, it helps you understand yourself, helps you grow and become more understanding of how you can cope with situations, deal with situations, how you can apply yourself better to in life. And then lastly, it can also just, well, it does not really lastly, this is more of a It can just help you become more empathetic towards others and more understanding of others and recognizing things in others that you might not have recognized if you didn't build that self-awareness. So yeah, that's all I have to say. And now on to the last part of my episode, my dreams. My dreams, I said my, my, what's it called, my workout dream, but that's not part of my dreams, um, have been really vivid this week. And I think it's because obviously the full moon is tomorrow and that always triggers like vivid dreams in my opinion and at least in my life so yeah I have I've had really vivid dreams and really clear dreams and just very a lot of messages so I'm not going to share those dreams like I said I don't share those personal dreams but I had I don't know if I'd consider this part like a dream or not a dream I don't know if this happens to anyone else but when you're sometimes when I'm like like getting falling asleep i'll be in like this weird state of like being awake but also being asleep like the smallest sound will wake me up and like the smallest move will wake me up which is i don't know what i call that state um like half awake half asleep but i'll have dreams in that state and i had a dream and the reason why i'm sharing this dream is because i'm telling you from now this is going to happen and when it does people will call me a freaking psychic i don't know what they'll call me and if someone's listening to this and is some scientist and wants to take the idea, go ahead. But it was actually not that nice. But if you want to do it, do it. I'm sure it's already happening. Which was a TV, a hologram type of TV. So it was like a TV basically without a screen. Kind of like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. If you watch the one with Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka the one with Johnny Depp. Um, when the kid goes into the TV and he's like, hold, he's like able to hold the chocolate bar or something like that. I can't remember the details of that, uh, of that part of the movie, but, um, basically it's like a TV. I was like sitting down and I was watching TV and it was like all hologram. Like everything was like sticking out from the TV. It was like a flat, it was like a flat square kind of thing. And then like everything was projected up if that makes sense, like, I really don't know how to describe it, other than saying that, um, but, yeah, it was, like, a very, um, lame TV, but I was just, like, I was really disappointed, because I was, like, oh, that's gonna happen, I know it's gonna happen, it's obviously gonna happen, we're living in a modern world, so that's all I wanted to share, um, I, oops, something fell, if I, um, I can't really think of any other dreams that I had that were entertaining. Oh, actually, that's such a lie. 
last night i just remembered my dream oh my god it was so crazy so i was sitting by in my, my i was sitting in my room and in my room's window like i there's like so many different apartment buildings next to my window so there was i was face looking out and i see a mannequin without a head moving and dancing and i looked at it and i waved at it like it was so creepy but i waved at it because i wanted the mannequin to see that i saw it it was like i was trying to be like i saw you i know you can move so i waved at the mannequin and then the mannequin like turns around and suddenly turns into rihanna why i have no idea i don't think that i thought of rihanna at all but she turns into rihanna and then she starts to dance and she's bald and while she's bald her hair starts to grow and like the whole time this is a mannequin trying to trick me that she's rihanna the whole time and that she's not a headless mannequin that's able to move and i was just like thinking the whole time in my dream i was just like what the hell like i'm gonna keep looking so i can prove to her that no i do know what she is and i am aware of what's happening right now and then i just woke up from that dream but it was just like really creepy and i don't know why i was being so brave in my dream and like really taking action into like showing the mannequin that I knew exactly that she was a mannequin and not a human but yeah that was a creepy dream last night but that's all I have for today's episode as usual if you liked or resonated or took anything away from this episode please let me know and if you enjoy this podcast I would appreciate it if you could leave a review subscribe um and rate this podcast because that really does help support me and helps helps me know what you like and what you don't like and yeah uh i hope you have a beautiful full moon i just want to ask if anyone wants me to ever make um like a full moon ritual type of thing a full moon ritual yeah like a explaining what you can do on a full moon or whatever anything like that let me know because that would be something I'd be down to make an episode about, but I feel like no one really cares because you can get that information from anywhere. But if you do, like I said, let me know. And I, if you like the idea of me having these shorter episodes, also let me know. But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy your full moon night and your weekend or your week because this is coming out on Monday. I keep forgetting that. So yeah, thank you so much and have a wonderful and beautiful rest of your week and bye.